wisdom of God in the mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. It's a mystery. Mystery, even a mystery, hid from ages through history, generations, but now it's made manifest to his saints, the nation, victory. You're listening to, listening to, now since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. Welcome to the Mysteries of the Bible show, I'm your host, Mr. Powers. I'm introducing my co-host. St. James. Hey, St. James, what's going on? How's everything? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. It's, it's very, this is very exciting. The inaugural show. Right. And I, you know, I love that last part right there. And was our main goal is to establish truth according to God. Right, right. Because that's the only one that really matters, right? There, there, there is a truth. Right. There's not many truths. There's one truth. Correct. And it's been a long time since the Mysteries of the Bible has actually aired um, we talked about over a decade, uh, going back to the early 2000s, when it was uh, actually set up by our teacher, the prophet of God the Father, the greatest prophet in our time, which is the God's and Comforter. And it was set up for a purpose of letting everybody know that we have the truth, to be able to reach the masses of people at that time through the airwaves. So we, being that we're in a pandemic right now in 2020, with civil unrest, a lot of things going on in the political world, um, we figured this is the best time to bring it back to let everybody know that we still are the only ones that have the truth according to God. Now this is really where it comes back to, man. This is a when it's all said and done, right? This is a this is a as true as you will ever find a Bible-based radio show. So that's why I mean it's beautiful for the first show, maybe titled "In Defense of the Gospel," because I mean, what is the gospel? Because a lot of people start, a lot of people you know, they have different things in their mind when it comes to the gospel, right? Is it you know music? You know, to be clear, right, the, you know, the gospel, right, is, is, is the message, is the message that our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ, delivered to the nation of Israel when he came in the flesh. Right, right. And that's what's, I mean, and we, we let me, let's, let's go right into the word, right, and we let show, because there's something that, um, a lot of times people look at the Bible, and they're looking at it from the perspective of oh yeah no that's a nice yeah that's a nice reference you know yeah these things happen but we don't take it literally but this is this is a historical record and these things right. actually happen right they put, so, their, put their own mind into it and what they think exactly. is what it's talking about right yeah so let's go to um uh first timothy's in the new testament and that's one of the things everyone's going to get to get used to um, a lot of times y'all get on these radio shows and <laughs> you hear somebody theorize, you know, on what something is. But now, us, if we're gonna if we're gonna come with it, we're gonna have to come with it the only way that we have been taught how to come with it, right? And we have to come with a the reference where we learn the information from, and then we can go into the word and prove it. Not only, mm-hmm. you know, saying, yeah, go ahead. Now you got it, sir. No, go I was ahead. gonna say, and they're boring as hell because they ain't got the spirit of God in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just put it out there like that. I'll just, I'll just let it sit. I'll just let it marinate right there for a minute. Yeah, they are born as hell. Because if you have the spirit of God in you, then you 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 know you got that spirit. You'd be able to teach. You know, you'd be able to give all that understanding. 
Nah, man, but you know they they'll, they'll come right back though. So you know we gotta well, let's be fair though, Mister Powers. I mean, come on, they they gonna come back and say it's not born. You know that's why that's why they got the band. That's why they got you know the, the chorus. You know that's why they got all the music instruments. That's you know, what they, they need. They, that, they, right? Yeah, because they gotta create that feeling. They gotta create that right. energy. They gotta create that excitement. And that's yeah. that's the difference is is that you know we have that energy and we have that that experience and we have that excitement only from. You know the word of God itself. The and, understanding, and, and right? Thank you, sir. Exactly from the understanding, right? Because you can't just pick up the Bible and read it. You know, exactly. it's good to do that. It's good to do that to, to familiarize yourself with the books and all that. But you just can't pick it up and look at it and as if you're going to get the understanding, the actual meaning, right? We have to be taught. So um, when we talk about this is the message that our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ came to give to the nation of Israel when he came in the flesh. And that's something that is, is supposed to be without controversy. Why? Right. This says it right here in the word of God. It's in first Timothy chapter three. Yeah. yeah. It right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You can go and read that for me, please, sir. Sure. In first Timothy three sixteen, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. And that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful way to start the show for the mysteries of the Bible. Right, right. <laughs> Godliness is a mystery. Exactly. It's not something that is readily known and you can't just find it, right? This has, this has, this is something that um, you can pray for, but ultimately it's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that has to actually give you the understanding. And yes, you know, we represent. And, you know, we are the true Christians, and that's where you're going to see a clear difference because now we come, yeah, this is about who? Our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are we the Jews? Absolutely. It, but contrary to popular belief, or right. I, should say, I should say some belief, because it's not really popular in our opinion, right. <laughs> is that, you know, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know, he's exactly that. He is the God of the Bible. He's right. not just a Messiah. You can't, you can't minimize God, right? He's omnipotent, which means all-powerful, all right? And omnipresent means he's everywhere all at the same time. That's our Lord, King, and Savior, and Jesus Christ. Beautiful. So, so he had, and this is without controversy, right? And this is this is their historical records, you know. There, you know, we know the Bible is the only book that we reference, but there are plenty of other historical references in 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 Israel, in you know, and you got a lot more of the history, sir. So in um, was that like in the in the Catholic Library and all that stuff? Right, that actually right. Through the actual historical record and physical manifestation of our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ, right, right, in the flesh. Exactly. So we don't. You know, we don't need that and rely on that because everything everything lines up inside of the word. Absolutely. Beautiful. Right. So I'm sorry. You read that one more time, please, sir. OK. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Mm -hmm. God was manifested in the flesh. Yeah, God is our Lord, King and Savior. Jesus Christ will manifest in the flesh. Read on. Justified in the spirit. Read. Seen of angels. Preached unto the Gentiles. Believed in the believed on in the world, received up into glory. So this is something without controversy. This is our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ. How He came in the flesh, how He was seen of angels, justified in the Spirit, and preached unto the Gentiles. And you know we're gonna have we're gonna talk a whole lot more about the Gentiles and other topics. So for the purpose of this, you know, really want to get right back to the focus on on right in defense of the actual gospel itself right right, right? Um, because there is one message since jesus christ himself came in the flesh 
right? There is a message that he came and that he preached to give unto the people of God. Right. And our job as the defenders of faith, you know, as we learn from the Holy God and come for the Holy Apostle and G.R. Rizazadaki is to ensure that that message does not perish from the earth. That's right. Right. Because, you know, everyone wants to understand why there's so much unrest. They want to understand why there's so many things that are happening. And we have to first understand that, you know, there are, there's a physical world, right? And that there also is a spiritual world. And Correct. everything that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he created everything, you know, two by two, right? There's good forces and there are, you know, evil forces. Can we read that please? So it's Ecclesiastes chapter 33, uh, verses 14 and 15. Good is set against evil and life against death yeah so this is what we see there there's there is it is equal and opposite forces so you have good on one side and it's set against evil right and life against death go ahead read on please sir so is the godly against the sinner and the sinner against the godly in order for you to be the godly you have to represent and you know, following the laws of god and a sinner is someone who's breaking the laws so of course you know what you do um matters you know um so yeah, read on please, sir. So look upon all the works of the Most High, and they are two and two, one against another. Yeah, so we look upon all the works of the Most High. You look at everything, right, the Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ created. There is always two, right? You have good against evil. There's one force against another force. So while now we have this message, right? So now we're looking at what that gospel is, which is the message that our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ came to deliver when he came on the earth. You have that message, right? And then so what force do you have that's against our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ? But it, like, because like if you had to sum it up in like one, like, like who is that, that negative force that is affecting all those things, like you said, yeah, yeah the, the life they're living, of course, but that negative force comes from one source. Oh, that comes from Satan. Right. Right, so so he, so he that Satan is real, right? Of the course. devil is real. Of course. And the whole purpose of Satan is to try to erase the message, right? right. Erase the remembrance of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ and the message that he delivered. Because now if you get away and you put our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ up as, as a concept and as a theory, if you change his color, if you change his doctrine, and now slowly and surely, what do you start to see? You see what is happening now. You have people with a great amount of disrespect when it comes to the word of God, when it comes to mentioning things about Jesus Christ. Right. Every single comedian has what? You know, they've got a portion about the church. Right. Exactly. And why? And you know what I'm saying? Because because it is. It is the church is the butt almost every and no matter what church it is that you go to, you're gonna find a comedian that is going to be joking about it. Why? Because it, there is absolutely no fear when you put up our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ as an all-merciful, all-forgiving, no matter what it is that you do with no repercussions, you know, that is directly against the scriptures, that is directly right. against the doctrine. Right. Right. Yes, of course, his mercy is great. 
But did you also forget, as his mercy is, what is it? Remember, it's two and two, right? So if he's merciful, what else is right there behind there? His wrath. Exactly. His wrath, right? And, and everyone is forgetting about the wrath. And so when people start to really look at why it is, what's going on, why are things so bad? Well, let's open our eyes. Let's take let's take our heads up off of the tablets. Let's take our heads out of the screens. Let's look out the window and look at the unrest. Look at, I mean, how many, I mean, seriously, for this year alone, how many miraculous never before seen historical events have actually occurred amazing so many so many monumental monumental and 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 they it's always disassociated from is disassociated from our lord and savior jesus christ right they put it back oh yes mother nature oh storms oh yes el nino yes the global warming yeah of course you know what yeah some of those things are in effect why because of the people here who are ruling and the great disrespect of god and the date and excuse me now i'm starting to stutter and stumble <laughs> great disrespect of the people of god and the word of god and then and so now there are certain things that are happening just to start reminding i mean these are the things that you just can't right now they try to play it off on science they try and play it off on global warming but just right. watch right and these are the things that we know because we've been taught, you know, by the older guys and comforter that what that we know is going to get worse from 2020 on up. Right. So exactly. People are talking about like 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the worst year ever. Well, right. you know, buckle up. This is just the beginning. They have no idea. This is the beginning. And I'm glad you mentioned that because. <clears throat> and everything that we see going here and everything we see happening and how it's getting worse and worse. And that was, we was foretold by the prophet of God, um, the God's and comforter that these things was going to happen beginning in 2020 and becoming worse. They are looking for answers on the political arena. They're looking for answers um, um, to try to make change, um, but they're not going to get those answers anywhere. The only ones that can give them those answers is God and the one that God's and the one that God set up, which is the God's and comforter which is the one that taught us. And again, this is just showing you the purpose and the reason why mysteries of the Bible had to come back um, because we're not out there teaching. So now they have to find another way to be able to hear the word, to let them know what they're doing is wrong, to let them know that they can't find change out there. The only one that's going to bring about change is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So that's amazing that you brought that uh, St. James. That's amazing. No, yeah, thank you, Ms. Bob. I mean, that's what, again, right? This is not, this is, this has nothing to do with us. It's not our content. <laughs> it's all stuff that we have learned. I mean, you see, I mean, we got, we got, you know, notes upon notes because that's part of what we have been taught also. We're supposed to study. Right. And so, you know, we, we get the information and we bring it right back to the source um, because all of that, you know, does nothing but glorify our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right. So, so let's, let's, let's continue to do that then, right? Let's continue to glorify our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's bring it right back to the adversary. Let's right, go for let's, it. Let's, let's continue to show, because you know, we mentioned, we, we spoke a little bit about uh, the adversary, we spoke a little right. about Satan, but let, right. let's show clearly according to the word of God and that that's exactly, you know, who he is and what he is. So we're going to go from here to uh, 1 Peter's chapter 5 and the 8th chapter. Excuse me, 8th verse. 1 Peter's chapter 5 and verse 8. All right, and let's read that when you got it, please, sir. Be sober, be vigilant. Yes, you're supposed to be sober, I be aware and be vigilant, all right? Because why? Read. 
because your adversary, the devil. So wait a minute, what's that mean? You, that means your adversary. That means your an adversary is what? That's somebody who is against you, right? Right, Mr. Powers. I mean, when that's you know that's showing you crystal clear according to the Word of God that that there is an adversary. Right. He's in the Bible and he is the devil. Right. Right. You know, and then it's going to actually describe you know, some of the characteristics of the devil. Unless you know he's not just any kind, you know, not something or someone or something rather to take lightly. Right. Right. This is someone who is who is who is specifically designed. Right, who is diabolical, as is very fitting as the word is, with his plan in order to try to deceive the people of God. Right. So let's look at some of the characteristics right there. Get that. Keep on reading there, please, sir. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And that's the characteristics. And when there's a comparison, especially when it's a comparison inside of the word, inside the word of God, right? You can't. That's not just something you just take lightly. Right. Look at it. Like, what is a roaring lion? Right. right. That's a young lion. That's a fit lion. You know, that's a lion that's at the top of his game. You know, and he's looking around to see who he's going to get. Right. So that means that if you are a believer in Christ, then you are the target. Wow. So when you look at the time period that we're in right now, um, St. James, um, if you're not in the truth, if you're not in the know, it's as if the message was erased because people don't have no inkling, no idea about what God is, who God is, what God is about, who is he for, what does he like, what does he dislike. I mean, it's clearly that out there, the message of God is not there. And that's what's showing you without a shadow of a doubt, why this is so monumental, why this is so important for us to get that message out there, to let the believers of God know what the true message is and how we are in defense of the gospel. Yes, sir. And so let's go right from there, man, and let's, let's get it. You know, we, we mentioned it uh, briefly in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 1, whenever you're ready, sir. Thank you. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as mm -hmm. we have received mercy, we faint not. Yeah, we faint not. So this ministry. So look, this is possessive. Seeing we have this ministry, meaning what? That this ministry was given to us. So this is speaking about who? The Israelite church of God in Jesus Christ. The church of God. We can also go and show that in Romans chapter 9. We're not going to get it for the sake of time. About how, what are the things that belong to or pertain to the Israelites or the people of God? Part of that is in their what? The service. The service of God only pertains or belongs to the people of God. We are the ones rather that receive the word of God. And so now because we are the ones that received it, then this is something that we cannot do. We cannot think. So no matter what type of obstacles that might be there, no matter if it's a pandemic, no matter what, then now this is where you start to see, as Mr. Powell mentioned earlier, right, about leveraging different technologies, which was part of the original goal of the Mysteries of the Bible radio show from the very beginning. Right. right? How do you leverage technology or different things to continue to get the word out, to continue to get the message? Because we know that there are believers out there. We know that there are some of you that, you know, are listening to this and find it refreshing. And we know that there are some of you this is and that's and those clearly those are the only people that this really is for therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy we faint not yes we faint not and we're not going to faint this is our job read on 
but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. And not handling the word of God deceitfully. So this is what our part of all part of what our mission is. It's all part of our defense of the gospel within the Israelite church of God and Jesus Christ. Is that you know we receive the word, so we're gonna continue to preach it. And the hidden things of dishonesty, you know, that that is what is actually going to be renounced. In other words, we are going to preach the pure truth. And anyone that tries to come against it, you're gonna see. Because you can't come against it according to your thoughts or your feelings. You have to come against it the same way that we're coming with it with, according to the word of God. Uh, read the verse two again, please, sir. But have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, nor walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. Yeah, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. You're not going to hear any ahas or um, or, <laughs> or how it is that, um, that some uh, of the uh, that many of you are maybe accustomed to hearing some of the schools of divinity. That's that's not where we've been taught. You know, we have been taught from the one source, right, from the Holy God and Comforter. Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Tazadakia. So, so this is not going to be mixed with anything. This is just the, the, the straight truth. You know, another thing that was said was what is this? It's a strong medicine, you know, but it is the word of God. Read on. But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Yeah, commending our man, uh, excuse me, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. This is not, it has nothing again, has nothing to do, you know, about us. But once the truth comes out the right way, once it comes out the same way that it was taught, once the words of our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ can be recognized through the word as it's being delivered, then all of that does what it glorifies our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ. So that's, I mean, it's just absolutely amazing, Mr. Powers. That is incredible, showing you that God actually was, will be telling us things before it actually happening, that people, we try to handle the word of God deceitfully. This is God giving us knowledge and foresight about things that was going to be taking place in the very same time we're living at right now, told to us thousands of years ago. Amazing. Right, and recorded here in the word for us to learn from and to get strength from and to be strengthened from. Can you read verse three, please? Sure. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And that's the truth, right? So if, if you're not able to understand it, if this is something now that you don't, you're not able to hear, then that's one real easy way to identify. It's not for you. But just know, crystal clear, according to the word of God, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3, what does that identify you as? As someone who's what? Is lost. You know, and so that's a very sobering thought. If these things... If these things that you're hearing, um, you may not have heard before, if some of these things that now are striking you a certain way, then that's good because now you have an opportunity. Because again, remember, it all goes back to that fight. It's the fight between the good and evil yeah. because those who are lost, it's gonna explain right here in the next verse exactly why they're lost. All right, reverse four, please, sir. And whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. Yeah, believe whom the God, I'm sorry, go ahead and read that again, please, sir. Whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. Yeah, whom the God of this world. So who's the God of this world? You know, is, that, is that exact adversary that we referenced in First Peter's 
chapter 5 and verse 8 is Satan. So the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which what? Which believe, believe not. So it's all going to come down to what, Mr. Powers? The belief. Belief. Absolutely, your belief. And this is now where, where, where a big part of our defense of the gospel is everyone has to come to terms with their own belief. Because there's only one way to believe in the word. Because there's only one gospel. Or there's only one message that came from our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. There aren't different theories on why he said this and why he said that. There aren't different theories on who was he speaking to and who wasn't he speaking to. Right? There's one truth. It tells you in the book of Ephesians. Right? I think it's Ephesians or Galatians. Right? There's one Lord, there's one faith. Right, Ephesians. It, it's clear. There's only one. It's one God. There's only one way to be righteous according to God. So you have to make sure that you're meeting his standards. It's not about how we think and how we feel. It's not about if we like it or if we don't. Yeah, you know, a very big part of coming to the truth, a very big part of being a believer in Jesus Christ is having a very honest and candid conversation with yourself and recognizing, wait a minute, all these things that I've been doing you know, are they good? Are they just? And they're, are they right according to God? Not, you know, yeah, I'm going to get mine because I like that or I feel that or whatever. No, nah, it's what does God say about it? And if you don't know what God says, then please stay tuned. There's going to be a whole lot more because you have to know. You have to know where you stand. And if right. you don't even know what he says, how are you going to know? Exactly. It's amazing. And then you got people out there, and it's amazing how the Word of God says that because it tells you that, but if our gospel be hid, it is, to, it is hid to them that are lost, whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. That's very important right. because there's so many beliefs out there. Mm -hmm. And that's the purpose that Satan has gone out to try, like you said, destroy the message that Christ has set up on the earth. There's so much beliefs out there, so many ideologies, so many theories, so, so many things that have you not believe in God. And that's the whole purpose of the adversaries, which is Satan, which is to get you not to believe in God. Amazing. Yeah, exactly, sir. I mean, this is, I mean, this, we even just continue reading in verse four, right, where it says, with less the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. I don't, I mean, this is all part of the understanding, right? right? We are all supposed to become more and more godly. We're supposed to become more and more like God, right? That's the standard, right? right. We told us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, to be therefore perfect. You know, that's the standard that we have. We have to be perfect. We have to be keepers and followers of the word of God. So, that's the point, though, is are you going to be a believer or not? Right. We come right. to you straight according to the word of God. And it's something that, that you really have to think about and have to evaluate. And this is why we're here. Because um, it's not about us. Uh, keep on reading verse 5, please, sir. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. And yeah, it's not about us. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's okay. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> For we preach not ourselves, but but Christ Jesus the Lord. Yeah, and uh, it's not about us. All right, this this is our only job is to glorify who our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ. Read on, please, sir. And ourselves, your servant, for Jesus' sake. Yeah, for Jesus' sake, and that's also the place and position, right? You know, we all are trying to get to that same place, right? That same place where our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ will consider us 
his friend and that's that's an extremely lofty title that's that's work i mean that 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 is attaining the level of perfection that's being like king david wow you know this is crazy so in order for you to even approach unto that we first have to know what a servant is you gotta know how to serve and know who it is that you're serving and make sure that the god that you are serving is that God has written about within the word of God and recorded here as our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, and not the God of this world. Right. So, you know, what are some examples, Mr. Powell, of some, some of the service of the God of this world? Or how, how you, how, what are some things they might be able to identify, you think? So many. I mean, the, you have a lot of traditions and customs that's being kept by, by the majority of the people. And when they follow these customs, when they follow these traditions, they think they're actually worshiping and following God. But little do they know that they're being blinded by the God of this world. Because Satan is not going to come up to you and say, hey, I'm the devil, come worship me. And that's not the way Satan works. Right. Satan, how does Satan work? He works through deception. So he has to deceive the masses of the people into believing that they actually were worshiping God, that they actually worshiping Jesus Christ, that the things that they're doing is actually an observation of God. When in actuality, they follow Satan. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Mr. Powers, because, you know, let's, a lot of people, you know, they're looking at our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. They're thinking that they are worshiping. They're thinking that they are doing what it is that they're supposed to do. And a lot of people, as part of that, they get lost. Right. So let, let's give them at least, you know, one quick and clear, concise answer of what their purpose. If you, if you really are a believer in our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, what's your actual purpose here on earth? You know, let's get the conclusion of the whole matter. Let's go from here to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12 in the Bible, the 12th chapter. And we're just going to read verse um, 13. Actually, yeah, we might as well get 13 and 14 if we won't be there. You know. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. And so this is it. This is right here, according to the word of God. And remember, all right, so just for you Bible scholars and historians, what's Ecclesiastes? I mean, that's the book that was penned by who? You know, according to the word of God, one of the wisest men ever. Of course, not more than our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. But that's what he's known as in the Bible, King Solomon. He's known for his wisdom. Right. And so he's letting you know after all of these things, and this Ecclesiastes is a marvelous book, where he went through, he went through looking at mirth. You know, he went through looking at, you know, different things that might make him happy. What is it? What's worth pursuing? Is studying a book like what is it that actually is at the very end of it all? What's the point? Like, what's the end? What is the point and purpose of us being here? Yeah, we know we got to defend the gospel, but this is now just as us being here physically on the earth. What's our job? Read that, please, sir. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. So you had better fear him. And because if you don't, you're going to end up paying for those decisions that you make. Right. And that's real talk. Right. Right. That's real talk because this again is what? This is what our whole duty is. We're not put here on earth to be some kind of career to do one or two things. No, our job is to represent God. Our job is to be what we were created to be. That's right. right. And that's it. There's no more. There's nothing else you can really say. It says it so clearly and concisely right there. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. 
And for those of you that think that you're not going to have to pay for those decisions that you make, and yes, yes, these are decisions that you make. When you decide to do something the same way you decide to eat a cheeseburger, the same way that you decide to commit transgressions against God, right? It's your job to know, right? It's not an acceptable excuse to be ignorant. Read verse 14, sir, please. For God shall bring every work into judgment. Yeah, this is, this is what's going to happen. And this is real. This is serious. For God shall bring every work into judgment. Read on. With every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Yeah, and that's real, right? So for God, our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, shall bring every work. There was says every, that means every, yes. Every single thing that you do, you're going to, ha you, you have to answer for, and you're going to be judged for. So if the, if it was good, great. That goes, that goes right in your book. But if it was evil, and you know it was evil, and for the most part, you know, a lot of you, especially if you're looking at the Bible, if you're looking and, and trying to get answers, you know, you at least have some type of desire for learning. You have some type of desire to want to change. You have some type of a desire to want to be right. So, you know, with those things, even though it may be widely accepted in the world today, remember who is the one that is ruling this world. Who is the one that is out there that is giving the standard of right and wrong? It definitely is not God. It definitely is not our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please, you know, be honest with yourself and be aware that this is what you have to face. This is what all of us have to face. It is that judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Because again, what's our whole purpose is to fear, fear God, fear our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ, and do what he says. And, and, you know, knowing that there is a standard, right, and that that standard is God's, right, that standard, he's the one, right, he's the one that's in control, he is our creator, so that standard only belongs to him, all right, so he also has a standard on how he wants to be worshipped, right, right, he, right, he, it, it tells us, he tells you how he wants and how he, how he expects to be worshipped, let's go from there to John, you know, back to the New Testament now in John chapter 4 and 23, but the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And when the, the true worshipers, I'm sorry, yes, sir, the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So it's both. You can't just try and say you're spiritual. You also got to be doing it according to what? According to the truth. Read. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Read on. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You see that? This is, this, this is, God is a spirit. So the only way that you can reach him, right? You see that where it says must, that's not optional. Right. Right. Is that, I mean, at least as far as how I understand English, right? <laughs> <laughs> must doesn't, does not, you know, give you any, you know, I don't care what type of lawyer you, you may be. There's no way you can take must and say, well, that eh, may be, you know, well, not right. in this sense. No, it says what? But and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But what does that mean? All right. So what spirit and truth means? Let's go from there now to Matthew's chapter five and verse three. So you see how we do it now. We're asking questions and they're answering questions. What? According to the word of God. That's how you're supposed to get understanding according to the Bible. Right. Um, that's amazing. Um, 
uh, St. James that you 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 calling for Matthew's fifteen verse three, um, which is getting ready to go into traditions because that's very important that you have uh, people out there that uh, hold themselves to keeping God's commandments. They hold themselves to saying that they're doing what God requires them to do, but in fact they're actually getting ready to go into traditions and customs and different things of that nature, and they have no idea, no clue, St. James, that the things that they're observing, the things that they're following, these traditions and these customs, has nothing to do with God. And it's amazing that you can really go into that scripture and show us that you have people out there with a, a, a custom and a tradition that's getting ready to come up in a few days where people are dressed up in, in different costumes and handing out candies. But as you go through the scriptures, you're going to see that it has nothing to do with God. And we're, about to, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about these traditions that these people is actually following. And we're going to show them that they're not following what God said to do. So that's, that's amazing. I just want to say that. Yeah, no, I think, you know, thank the Lord God Almighty. So that, that's, and that's exactly, you know, the point of why we're so important that we have to go back and show, you know, where is the commitment? It's not based on you know, our own thoughts and opinions that, that this is what God requires. Right? Exactly. His standard is that, you know, you have to keep the commandments and that you are going to be judged on them. Exactly. And that, ultimately, when you go to church, everyone goes to church, what? To worship God. Right. So, but... You have to worship him the way that he wants to worship, right? And the way that he wants for, he wants to be whether the way that he demands, the way that he expects to be worshipped, right? Or for it to, to to count, right? To be correct, rather, um, to use a better word, is that it has to be according to what has to. You have to worship in spirit and in truth, right? So let's, right. So let's 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 read that right there, in Matthew fifteen three, please, sir, because that's going to go right there into some of the stuff that you're talking about, and, and exactly that in, in the. You know, and how, you know, they are going against God and going against the commandments because of those traditions. So please, if you could read that for me, sir. But he answered and said unto them, why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? Yes, but he answered and said, I mean, it's probably important just to come in the first verse and see who it is that's actually answering this, right? This is our Lord, King and Savior, you know, Jesus Christ. So what did he say? He said, why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your traditions? So now that's the point, right? Is this is what the church's job is. This is what the truth's job is. This is what our job is as in defense, as defenders of the gospel. The exactly. message our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ came to give at the very beginning, right? Is is what? Is who is it that God's looking for, Mr. Powers? I mean, who is he looking for? God's looking for commandment keepers. Yeah. He's it's, looking for, mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And, 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 and true worshipers. And in order to be that true worshiper, what? You have to be a commandment keeper right exactly right exactly right exactly because the ones who are not going according to traditions of men but the ones who what are going according to the commandments of god because now this is what you know brings it right up whereas what, what you were just talking about right which is case in point now is how everybody in certain times of the year they get all focus all the energy everything is about what it's about the custom it's about the holiday it's about you know whatever it is that everybody is uniformly doing exactly you know to come together and to make it appear right you know as if it's harmless make you look at 
right? You say, well, you, well, you, you getting ready? You, you celebrate Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that stuff? And you're like, exactly. No, right. like, they look at you like you got two heads. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah, and then when you go into these traditions, um, you know, like God said in verse 3, but he answered and said unto them, why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your traditions? Again, right. where's the commandment to keep these traditions? Where do you see that? Where do you see Thanksgiving in the scriptures? Where God's exactly. where's, the, where's the commandment for that? Um, right. and, and even which we're going to talk about as you keep listening to the mysteries of the Bible. That's to the audiences out there. As you keep listening to mysteries of the Bible, you're going to see that we're actually going to address that topic of Thanksgiving. And we're going to show you how that's actually not something that's supposed to be kept. That's actually against God. We're also going to be talking about Christmas. And that's going to surprise a lot of people, St. James, because people think that that's actually the birth of Christ. But actually, right. And what, go ahead. And just no, just to your point, though, what commandment is there for Christmas? Exactly. You know, show me Leviticus 23, you know, right. where, where, where it talks about the, the, the high holy days, you know, that are supposed to be celebrated by the people of God. Where does it talk about uh, Christmas? And then what commandment is that? Exactly. Where commandment? Where's the commandment for Thanksgiving? You know, we're going to talk about Christmas. Everybody just keep following us and listening to us. And you're going to see that we're going to show you that according to the word of God, Christmas is something is also a tradition that's not supposed to be a... Uh, Kept is actually one of the worst ones out of all of them to, to people's surprise. It's time for Did You Know That? Inspired by the Holy God Sent Comforter, brought to you by Mysteries of the Bible. Yeah, St. James, did you know that? Again, given great, great understanding and given to us by the God Sent Comforter, a Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest, Hazdaki, implementing this as part of the Mysteries of the Bible because. Again, Mysteries of the Bible, the name alone lets you know that we're going to be revealing stuff that's not known out there in the world. So the Did You Know That segment will also be a portion where we will be revealing certain mysteries that the world has no idea about. And we're going to show you exactly what it is that's being done out there that no one can tell you about. Only the ones that's been set up by God coming through the Holy God and comfort. So again, thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the Did You Know That segment. Yes, sir. And Mr. Powell, you may have to just clarify a little bit, you know, because of course you can have somebody be like, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I knew it. <laughs> well, they're going to no. think they know it, but they, they, they don't have the depths and details of it. Exactly. Right. Because we coming at it from the one perspective that we can come with, that we have the authority to talk about. Right. It is the. You know, the perspective from God's perspective exactly. as according to the word of God. So, yeah, there may not there may be, you know, people who have different theories and may have heard different things that we discuss. So we're going to be bringing out things that, you know, that, that there is conspiracy or, or controversy. Conspiracy is the wrong word. And you're going to think we're in a closet somewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> controversy. Right. That there is controversy about. But we're just going to go according to God's perspective and just show, you know, just how clearly it is either for or against. You know, according to the word of God, right? Amazing. Did you know that segment? So let's go into that real quick. Um, yeah, you got it, sir. Did you know that Halloween did not just appear out of nowhere? Did what do you mean you, nowhere? Where? Well, it's not something that just happened. Did you know that Halloween is actually an ancient tradition stemming back thousands of years and that this custom is actually in worship of Satan? Did you know that? Wait, hold up, hold up. So, Mr. Powers, so you're trying to say, you're trying to say that, that, that Halloween is not just about dressing up with your kids and getting some candy and, you know, 
trying to be scary and you know going back to some of your, some of the earlier days you know when you may not have been in the truth doing the things that you needed to do right getting in trouble all that kind of stuff that um that there's actually a more diabolical and much more sinister you know, devious and sinister that's the word right there that's sinister. the word right there sinister plot around by mm, yeah I'm, I'm interested so go ahead what, please Thank you, uh, St. James. So in the time we're living in 2020, you got people dressing up, you know, Halloween. Everybody knows about Halloween. That usually falls, or it falls on October the 31st. And it's also in connection to November the 1st, which we're going to speak about. And okay. October, October the 31st is a tradition and a custom that every year people will use that day to dress up. You know, nowadays it's supposedly, quote unquote, took it on a new meaning where people dress in, in superhero outfits and you know have little uh halloween costume parties and go out there and do trick-or-treating but what is halloween all about right so you mean you mean to say that there's something wrong with dressing up and saying that you know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be iron man i'm gonna be the incredible hulk or uh, I'm, I'm not sure i gotta see what's what uh, power rangers that's not popular <laughs> anymore <laughs> but, but you know yeah iron you, man and batman yes yeah. yes it, it is because mm. of the origin of it okay and the custom mm. of it and it's very important that we go back to the origin and the custom of these different t- traditions and what they call holidays because uh saint james if you don't know they actually incorporated some churches have a corp have incorporated halloween and november the first into their ideology into their doctrine into the church that's right well, yeah, that's yeah and that's and then, unfortunately these days it's not surprising right because you can go into any church and you could try to find right you could try to find a church that is caters to your beliefs and your thoughts, right? You know, if you if you want to go to church where they say the sky is purple, you're gonna find people <laughs> that, that believe the sky is purple, and you know they're gonna be, you know, yeah. So unfortunately, you know that that's not too much of a surprise. But what what is really which is as crazy as the origin. So meaning that like there's there's something much more behind. You know where the candy came from. There's so, right. so much more behind why people are dressing up in the costume. There's exactly. a reason for all that. Right. And again, this, this is a custom of Saint James and a tradition mm. that actually goes back thousands of years, and it's based on actual historical facts. You mm. believe that? Okay. You have people mm. going back. I mean, thousands of years where they held these traditions on October the 31st, um, where they actually believe that the spirit world was known as the spirit world and the world that we live in which is the physical world is actually a thin line on october 31st they actually believe that in that day there was a thin line between the living and a thin line between living and the dead and that the dead which is the demons was actually allowed to walk on the earth on this night so you say like a Right. I'm sorry, just just to be so when you say like a thin line, you mean it's like that there's um you know, that that like that that where we talked about before how there being like a physical world and a spiritual world that like there's a instead of there being a clear separation that it's kinda of like a blended or or a closer to a like like how would you describe right. like a thin line? That thin line is, is considered that now elements or spirits or demons that's from the spiritual world can actually make their way into the physical world. When you look at it normally, that's some, that's not something that could be done. So in this right, particular right, okay. in this particular night, 
these nations actually believe this, okay? And they will go out if they had to go out um, and dress up in different costumes. Now, why would they do that? Why would they dress up in different costumes? Um, because they knew the demons was out there and they knew that the demons would come and try to come up against them or try to destroy them or try to get them. So what do they do to protect themselves? One of the things that they did is they put candy outside of their house. Can you believe that? This is a tradition stemming back thousands of years ago. They believed that demons was walking around on October the 31st and they would put candy outside of the house to appease the demons. And yeah, that, that crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry for laughing, man. But it's just, it's just, it draws. It's, it's comical, right? Because if this demon is so powerful, <laughs> <laughs> if this demon is so powerful and so wise, like why? How's he getting tricked by a costume? <laughs> right, that's uh, the, and that's the know? other part when it will it will leave candy out there. You went you went ahead, mm-hmm. uh, St. James. They oh, they will actually leave candy out there, right? to protect themselves from the demons because again they believe that there was a thin line between the spirit world and the physical world so they would leave as a custom as a tradition now they did this every year they would put candy outside so the demons wouldn't come and get them so if they had to go out saint james and that's what you were talking about if they had to go out for whatever reason that they had to go out you know what they would do they would put mm. on a costume of a demon so just in case they ran into a demon, that demon will think that that's another demon and not actually a human and wouldn't go after that particular person. This is what they was doing on October the 31st. Every year as a tradition stemming back thousands of years ago. And you have people today that are, that are holding these traditions and keeping these customs having no idea that this is where they stem from. And not only that, I'm gonna let you come in, uh, St. James. I know you mm-hmm. Not only that, but this is also considered Saint Sabbath, and this is a night where they actually sacrifice the saint, human sacrifice, oh. child sacrifice. To this very day, they still do that. That's crazy. So you you saying that, you know, when you get when when people right ignorantly who may not have known this before right and, and it may have been you know yeah they get they got the pumpkins you know and they put a pot of pumpkin spice latte you know starbucks and all that they're going to go ahead and get and look forward to this to, to the season and all that is there and they wrap all this stuff up and they got the the pumpkins and everything else and they having all these activities um and they will take the pictures and how cute it is to dress up your brand new baby right, right. Know, that is and looking so cute and all that stuff that they are actually you know supporting a an event where there was dedicated child sacrifices to yes this is this is dealing with the occult and they have no idea that this is introducing them to satanism is introducing introducing them to demonology this is stuff that is still being done by the ones that's in the know, the rulers of darkness. They yeah. still pray out to Satan. They still do these things. Um, and when you go into the history of that, as it was revealed to us by the prophet of God, the God's and comforter, he lets us know that child sacrifice is still being done to this very day. Children go missing. And a lot of these children that go missing and that's, or that are runaways and that are never found wind up in these so-called... Um, 
parties of the elite where they actually get sacrificed to Satan. And one of those nights that they do that is on October the 31st, going yeah, into November the 1st. Man, that's, that's absolutely horrible. And I think that that, that is... Yeah, I mean, because that's, that's not... Like, that's not... That's not something that's even close to being put out there. Right? No. It's not even it's not even close to being put out, right? That you know, everyone talks about especially um here in this country, right, in the United States about how, you know, it's um I forget how it goes, but basically being um, you know, one nation under God and right. yet going all the way back to some of the history and some of the occult and and all these things which you know are not are not too hard to find right i mean these are things if you go out and really really look which we're not suggesting anybody actually do but you know is this is not like we we on some unfounded you know say that these this is easily you know, verifiable things or where some of the origins you know of you know, even where this country was founded on the things that they were doing right right and it's amazing that that People that have no idea that this is something that they follow. That's why you have to be very careful with keeping traditions and customs and claiming that you are a worshiper of Jesus Christ, when in actuality you're actually doing stuff on the behalf of Satan, and you have no idea this things is being done on the behalf of Satan. Now, how does that? Um, let's talk about November the first because. October the 31st goes right into November the 1st. And in certain cultures, to let you know that it's connected, in certain cultures, right? Like if you go to Mexico and you go to other uh, uh, Spanish cultures, um, they follow November the 1st. Do you know what they call that, um, St. James in Spanish? No, no, no. What's they that? call that El Dia de los Muertos, the Day mm. of the Dead. Again, that's right there, damn. Right, it's showing you that they understood that there was a thin line and that they can reach out to the spirit world and they understood that there was demons walking around on these nights, October the 31st, going into November the 1st. Now, November the 1st is another monumental day for the demons, for the wizards and for the warlocks and for the witches. Okay, what is a warlock? A warlock is a male witch. Okay, so, go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm just going back, man. I'm just thinking, like, wasn't there, wasn't there like even a movie that there was, there was like put up as like a kid's it was four kids it was all talking like the day of the day was like coco or something like that right right that's a cartoon that they have yeah that's that's crazy where they just coming out like it's nothing exactly Um, but yet it still is all heavily based in the occult where it's it's getting us used to you know and like you said accustomed to all the negativity and the evil as if it's nothing right you know as if it's something that's okay as if it's something that should be done when you know again right when we're back to what we're talking about where do you see that right in any scripture that says we should be following that or doing that and that's why we're here to let you know about the defense of the gospel we are here to Mm. defend the gospel and let the whole world know no you're not supposed to be doing that that has nothing to do with god what we're showing you right here is the commandments of god these are the things that you're supposed to be keeping not those traditions of men that is actually going back to an origin dealing with Satan. Okay, so now, like I mentioned, November the 1st, mm-hmm. um, they also consider that to be the what? The end of their summer and the beginning of their winter. Now, what does that so what, mean? So what's it, yeah, what's that mean? That means the end of the light and the beginning of darkness. Mm. The end of the light and the beginning of darkness. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So you got it. The end of life and the beginning of death. This is what this day 
October the 31st, November the 1st, and in other cultures, they even go to November the 2nd, but we're dealing with October 31st and November the 1st. This is the custom and the tradition that's being kept by the majority of the whole planet Earth. And but, this is, um, go, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, there's so much on this topic right here. I mean, yeah, so but I, just want, I almost want to make it like so, so just trying to make sure we, we get it and it's, it's clear. So that means that even if you didn't know, Right, you didn't know that this was what it was about, or you know that's not what it means to you when you go do it. You know, there's you're not thinking about the occult. You're not thinking about demons. You just want to dress up in a costume because it's cute and go get candy. That you know, even though you may not think that, that the, but in the eyes of God, what's that, that He's looking at that as you, what not keeping it like, like you know, break break that. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I understand. Right. So you have you know. Just because you didn't know that you was doing that, um, you still sinning against God. As long as, you, as long as you're not doing what God told you to do, you're breaking the commandments and you're you're sinning, and that could bring forth about that could bring forth death. But I mean, these are days that um, even us as believers, we don't even try to be out on these days because, like like we mentioned, Satan is heavily on these days. There's 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 been stories and articles of children i mean one of the if if any day is any day to look out for these are one of the days where a lot of children go missing of saint james so you yeah. have to be careful let your children go out on october the 31st going into november the first you never hear from them again and they get sacrificed and put into these different uh uh parties that's held by the rulers of darkness now the rulers of darkness so everybody can understand what i'm talking about is talking about these illuministic figures in these illuministic circles um they are known like that in the world the scriptures describe them as the rulers of darkness okay they exist they're the ones that run this planet earth they're the ones that have these days set up to deceive god's people like you mentioned earlier to make sure that the message of Christ is disappeared from the earth. That's why we're here in the defense of the gospel to make sure and to ensure that the message of God is out there and it's brought awareness to God's people that you're not supposed to be keeping these traditions, that you're not supposed to be right. keeping these customs, but you're supposed to follow what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said. If you are one of those that know you have to follow Christ, and you know you have to keep the commandments. This message is for you. Revelation chapter 18, verse 4. Let's read that. And I heard another voice from heaven saying. And I heard another voice from heaven saying. Read on. Come out of her, my people. You see that? If you want to come out of her, my people. So God is speaking to his people. He's saying, come out of her. Come out of the ways, come out of the customs, come out of the traditions that you see taking place in America or wherever you're located at. God, you, God wants you to come out of her. Do not partake in those ways because those ways is going to lead you to death. Wow. If you don't keep the commandments of God, what's the end result? Death. Again, just reiterate, you see how the message stays consistent. Even from right. the Old Testament to the New Testament, right. it's still the same message. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. This is the word of God. Mm. So with that, St. James, we're going to end this off. We say thank you to everybody. Um, be safe. And to the next segment of Mysteries of the Bible. Good night. But we speak the wisdom of God. 
and a mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God and the wisdom of people. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Because it is given unto you. Read on to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit from ages through history. Generations, but now it's made manifest to his saints. The nation, victory. You're listening to, listening to, mysteries of the Bible. Now, since mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. 